Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Well, we're uh, we're very lucky today. Mike Florial, nice enough to uh, move it up to Wednesday to come on with us before Thanksgiving here on ProFootballTalk.com. Uh, a good read somewhere between 10 to 20 times uh, a day for sure. But, Mike, uh, happy almost Thanksgiving. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, buddy. How are you? Man, we're uh, we're doing uh, fantastic. Going to be traveling tomorrow, obviously, as the uh, Dolphins and Jets. And by the way, speaking of that, the first story to come out, Zach Wilson goes from number one to number three. Don't worry about playing. Tim Boyle, they think, now gives him a better chance. Were you surprised they made that move? I was only surprised because they waited so long to make that move. There was a stubbornness at play where they didn't try to upgrade. They didn't consider pivoting to Trevor Simeon or Tim Boyle. I wonder, Joe, how much power and influence Aaron Rodgers has over all of these decisions. I frankly think one of the reasons why they didn't try to upgrade after Rodgers suffered his injury that apparently isn't season-ending if they're still relevant and alive when he's healthy to return, he kind of hovers over everything. And if you go out and upgrade at the position, not that they were ever going to trade for Kirk Cousins, but if they had done that and Kirk Cousins leads them to the playoffs, what do you do when Aaron Rodgers is ready to come back? It just becomes awkward at that point. And is it a surprise that they bypass Trevor Simeon, who was never an Aaron Rodgers teammate, and go with Tim Boyle, who was? Right. It's just weird. It's just weird. And I think that, that this desire to placate Rodgers, him giving back that $33.8 million in salary for this year and next year, gave him a ton of power. And he quietly uses it. He doesn't have to come out and say it. He's like an owner of a team. Owner of a team doesn't have to come out and say what he wants the team to do. Rodgers has them. Because here's the thing. One of the reasons why Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, the GM and head coach, have job security for next year, Rodgers is coming back. Right. So all Rodgers has to say is, you know what? I retire. And all of a sudden, those guys are washed out. Oh, no, he's calling – he got a lot of the uh, cards. If you're in a poker game, he's got all the good cards right now. There is no question about it. So, I I got to ask you this Tom Brady stuff. The GOAT spoke, and it was pretty strong stuff uh, about a lot of things. Here, here are some of it, Mike, right here. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Yeah. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual – performance of the game mm-hmm. so i just think the product in my opinion is less than what it's been i think i look at a lot of players like ray lewis and rodney harrison and ronnie lott and guys that impacted the game in, in a certain way and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty mm. you hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves we used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time now they're trying to be regulated all the time offensive players need to protect themselves 
It's not up to a defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect himself. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. All right. So, Mike, what do you think about Tom Brady's little take of uh, mediocre NFL football right now? Well, I'll get right back to you. I have to get off of his lawn before I comment. My God, what did he become an old man? <laughs> ranting and raving about this that and the other thing shouting at clouds good lord what how's he going to be in the booth next year he signed on to make 35 million a year calling this mediocre football i wonder what the nfl thinks about that and they like to they like to keep the the broadcast networks under their thumb a little bit you know i i wonder i wonder what they think of his of his critique of the modern nfl and this isn't new when he was with the buccaneers he complained about the rules that apply to defenseless receivers, that it does encourage bad habits by quarterbacks throwing what we call hospital balls because you don't worry about the receiver getting hit. And if he does get hit, you get 15 yards. Now, as he said, you may end up losing your player for the rest of the game, and that's a reason not to throw the hospital ball, but it incentivizes bad habits. I agree with that. But, you know, at some point, here's the thing. If we're going to continue to cover the NFL, watch the NFL, get paid a lot of money to call NFL games like he's going to get paid. We just have to accept that this is the game. You know, you hear so many times, oh, Kareem Jackson got suspended for playing football. No, he got suspended for violating the rules of the game as they're currently written. And if you can't accept that, then go watch basketball because this is what football now is. And the more that people fight it, the harder it is to get the, the whole population to understand this isn't some – some, you know, violation of the rules and they aren't, you know, interpreting and applying the rules incorrectly. This is the way the game is now. So either embrace it for what it is, or there's hockey, there's basketball, there's MMA, there's baseball, there's plenty of other sports, Tom Brady, that you can watch instead of football if you don't like the way football is now. So, so Mike, I guess, I guess the other thing, is there anything we can do, anything else to protect quarterbacks that's not already done? we got six starters out. We've got some other guys that have been in and out of the lineup, injury and not. And then we got a bunch of guys we don't even know if they can play. Is there anything else we can do for QBs right now to keep them healthy? Well, yeah, you know what you can do first and foremost? You can tell quarterbacks to keep themselves healthy. You can tell quarterbacks when there's a turnover in a preseason game, don't go try to make the tackle like Tua did. Remember when he did that against the Bears in the preseason a couple of years ago? Yes. And Brian Flores, who was the coach at the time, kind of praised him for it. It's asinine. When you're a quarterback and there's a turnover, take a seat and avoid getting hit because every additional hit you take is another incremental possibility that you're going to get that injury that knocks you out for multiple games. And it's amazing this year how many guys have been injured at some point. We've got six serious injuries. Plenty of other guys have been on the injury report. There's only five that have been completely and totally unscathed as far as we know. And amazingly, Tua is one of them. Right. It was, as of Sunday, it was Tua, Sam Howell, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, and who else? There's one other, Jordan Love. So most of them have been injured at some point this year. It's inevitable, but there are things you can do to limit those occasions where you get hit. Because the more you get hit, the greater the chance you're going to get hurt. And, you know, Mike, just to follow that up, Tua's gotten so much smarter, throws the ball away, not afraid, slides down early, he's not worried about first downs as much, and will line up for another down. So he's really made it a point to be a lot smarter uh, on some of these plays that aren't working out for him instead of 
doing something stupid or trying to act like Ryan Fitzpatrick and run over some guy. So it's uh, it's really worked for him so far, for, for sure. I do want to ask you about the hip drop tackle. Uh, Mike, I mean, you got to tackle somewhere. What are your thoughts on the hip drop tackle? I know it's now uh, the latest one to get beat up. Well, look, here's the problem. You got to get the guy on the ground if you're the defensive player. Right. So when you are behind the ball carrier, how do you get the guy on the ground? We know you can't grab him at the back of the jersey and pull him down. That's no. the horse collar tackle. That's been illegal for 20 years. So, you know, you look at the play last Thursday night when Logan Wilson hits Mark Andrews, grabs him around the waist and falls down. And I was talking to somebody about this who is against the hip drop and wants it out of football, and we were debating, okay, what does Logan Wilson do in that spot? And the person I was debating it with said, you just – you know, you, you go through, you hit through him. You don't grab him and fall. You, you shove through. Well, if you're behind the ball carrier and you hit and shove, you know what you're doing? You push him in the end zone or closer to it. Right. Or you push him past the first down or closer to it. The idea is get him down on the ground as soon as possible without the ball getting any closer to the goal, whether it's the end zone or the line to gain. And if, you, if you're behind a guy, how else can you get him down? The only way you get him down is grab him around the waist and hold him until they blow the whistle or grab his ankles and, and hold his ankles. But, again, you, know, you get him at his ankles, he can stretch forward and push the ball farther ahead. That's the problem. So I don't know what the solution to this is. Peter King and I were talking about it on PFT Live last Friday. It's something that the people who know football need to get in a room yeah. with the rules makers and come up with something. But it is a dangerous play. I just don't know what happens if you take it out of football. And do you just deal with the fact that once you're behind a ball carrier, you don't have any good way to get him on the ground quickly. You just have to accept the fact that he's going to go forward another yard or two before you get him tackled because there's no way to slam him to the ground because you can't pull him down from behind and you can't grab him by the waist and fall down. I, I got a theory on this next one, and I, and I know I beat this topic up with you, and I'm sure you do it all over the country with the whole quarterback thing, uh, but, I, but I have a little different take on this. College quarterback, even if you're not a first-round pick and somebody gives you a second, third, or even a fourth-round grade, you're still going to make good money and most likely going to be on somebody's team. Don't you come out instead of stay? And I know they're making a lot more money in college now. They're making a lot, lot more money. But for guys that go, screw that, I don't want to get hurt in college. I don't want to take the chance. I'm just going to turn pro because there's such a shortage of quarterbacks. You think we see more people that think that way in college? Well, when the NFL changed the rookie pay scale back in 2011 – it incentivized players coming to the NFL early because the big money is in the second contract. Now, that presumes you're going to play well enough that you get a big second contract. Right. And if you're not a first-round pick, you're in position to get your second contract even faster. But the other balance to that is how much more money can you make for another year of college football from the NIL side. That, that complicates the analysis. It used to be very simple. Get to the NFL as soon as you can. Start making money to play football but now that you can make money to play football, okay, what happens if I stay in school another year, I make the NIL money, and then if I play well enough, I go from third-round pick to, you know, to top yeah, 10 Yeah, that's pick. true. That's the other one, and, yep. and Right. And, and, uh, and ha but the problem is 
being a top 10 pick used to give you a certain number of years of security. Now, what does it get you? What does it get Trey Lance? What's he going to get Kenny Pickett? You know, Kenny Pickett, Oof. who was the first-round pick of the Steelers, now that they've fired Matt Canada, I think what we're going to see is a lot of scrutiny on him. And I think people are going to realize he might not be as good as they thought he was. Is he going to get two years and they're going to move on to somebody else after this season? I don't know. But what used to be five years is now two years for a lot of guys. So it's a tough balance because ultimately what you need as a quarterback, Joe, you need to go to a place where you're going to be surrounded by the right talent, the right coaching, the right ownership, because the dysfunction is going to stick to you and it's going to make it hard for you to perform and you're going to get blamed for it as a quarterback. You need to go to a place. Look how lucky Patrick Mahomes got that he ended up with Andy oh, Reid in Kansas yep. City. If he had been drafted by the Bears, would he have become the Patrick Mahomes we currently know? I don't know, because he needed the coaching of Andy Reid to become the guy that he is. I'm glad you said that, because I was going to ask you about HBO Hard Knocks uh, in season last night. Did you get to watch any of it? I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. Yeah, I uh, boy, it was a, a little different flavor than I think a lot of people thought. Some of the coaches getting up there and getting fired up and uh, – and kind of giving a behind-the-scenes something that we hadn't seen. We've seen Mike at press conferences, but uh, a, a much different guy. I can't wait to to hear what your thoughts are on that because it's going to be there. I didn't realize it's in the regular season right through the playoffs. As long as they're alive, they're going to keep doing it. Yep. So, uh, anyway, that will be an interesting one to uh, to see what happens. By the way, Dolphins, any concern with this Jets game? I'm just curious for you. Uh, it's a 10-point well, spread. Yeah, Tua was talking about it yesterday. I mean, he didn't see D.J. Reed and Sauce Gardner last year. He missed both of those games due to injury. So this is new for him. And, uh, you know, will, will Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle get open sufficiently? Will, will Tua deliver the ball? Um, you know, can, can he continue to avoid getting hit? Yeah. Can he continue to stay healthy? That, that's the concern. We get deeper into the season, but – the Dolphins are in a great spot. I know they need to start beating quote-unquote good teams, but they're in that cluster of five teams with three losses in the AFC. The Ravens, the Browns, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Jaguars. Five teams have three losses. The Ravens are a half game ahead of everybody because they've played an extra game and they've got an extra win. But that top seed is critical. For the Dolphins, it is all important. Think about the difference between playing home games and Miami in the postseason oh, we know. versus going mm. to Baltimore or Kansas City yes. or anywhere but South Florida. I mean, that's that's that. And and uh, you know, you can lose any game, any given Sunday. All these games are close. But for a Dolphins team that struggles against better teams, they need those games at home. True, one hundred percent with you on that one. Hey, Mike, have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you so much, man. It was great having you today. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, pal. Right. Talking to Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk joining us. Talk a little bit uh, about, uh, boy, this uh, this Tom. I'll tell you what. I'm glad Tom Brady said I got no problem with uh, Tom's comments. Some of it I agree with. Some of it I don't. The coaching part, um, he might he might be onto something. But boy, I'll tell you what. These uh, these assistant coaches that keep landing, and I guess you know you can put anybody you want on your coaching staff, but. You put guys at coordinator. How many coordinator jobs, head coaching jobs, same guys continue to frigging get? My God, man, it's crazy. Just absolutely nuts. All right, we got to go to break. Uh, we've got uh, a lot more stuff to get to. Before we do go to break, though, I, I, I want to tell you about South Florida Chevy dealers for just a second. Um, if you've got some time over the next few days around Thanksgiving, stop by. 
and see what's going on. Best overall products we've ever had, cars, trucks, and SUVs. Really, the best ever. And uh, I talk a lot about the SUV family because I own a Tahoe and I also own a Trailblazer. But, man, I tell you, whether you're looking for a big, comfortable SUV, it's hard to beat a Suburban in Tahoe. If you're looking for a midsize, again, a lot of space for a midsize SUV with that Traverse. Right down to our smaller SUVs like a Trailblazer, an Equinox, and a Blazer. So much style and substance. Right over to Silverado trucks, too. When you talk about Silverado trucks, they make a lot of different style trucks. One that's absolutely perfect for your life. So whether it's a full-time working truck, you you work in it five, six, seven days a week to need a family truck and need that extra space, we have those for you too. New and used has never looked better than it does right now at your South Florida Chevy dealers. Convenient locations for you this weekend to take a test drive and stop by and see what's going on. Spend an hour or two, you'll fall in love at your South Florida Chevy dealer. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.